Well, hello there. Here we are at episode number 320 of the Armin Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts, whatever it may be. Join the show, be part of it. We have been here for a moment. Now, on this episode, we are going to discuss some items I have written down. I have a little notebook on the side here and some topics that I picked up from the weekend that I wanted to share. This is going to be an episode, me speaking to you, just like it has been at times, the Armin show in full, 100% is the case. And I will be covering a variety of these topics with the microphone very well situated, so that's nice. And I have my notes in my notebook there. So then I'll be able to share some of these with you and some stories as doable. The important thing is that I'm able to get points across and not keep it too vague. Some specifics will be valuable. So I'll get right into it. By the way, glad to have you all listening, joining in on the show, and participating. This is a nice feature of having a show at now 320 episodes. That's a substantial number. Whether you're listening to this or watching it, it is cool to have you as a participant. So first off, one of my messages that I wrote down is about shocks in life. If you get a shock sent to you in some way by life, a little bit of variety, well, then it is gonna put you in a place to figure out things that you have been ignoring, not paying attention to, putting off. Suddenly there's no more time for that. You have to figure out how to manage your finances or call in for a fixer-upper or uh, having connections as far as friends to help you with certain scenarios. If you are always trying to make yourself more strong, these shocks won't really affect you. But you'd have to be doing that continuously. On the other hand, most of us as people, we don't prepare for shocks or surprises that are large. And then when they arrive, suddenly it's time to kick in the door and figure out who do I need to call? What do I need to understand? What is uh, something I have been putting off that is now right in front of me? And I have to respond to it. If I don't respond to it, that will be a limiting factor. In a way, these shocks are your friend. Because when they show up suddenly, it's time to adapt. It's smaller than something maybe two years down the road that would have been a huge shock. Or surprise. Somebody's health around you or a financial setback, or a social problem with a friend, or something happening with your career. could be any of these kinds of items. A shock right now might be better than a really large hit, we'll say, two years from now. You don't want those really, really hard punches. You want small ones along the way, to keep you sharp or sharp enough and then 
you'll be more comfortable. So taking these hits can actually make you more comfortable. Not taking these hits for too long, missing out on some of life's obstacles, can put you in a dangerous position. And at that point, it won't be a shock. At that point, it might be something drastic, and we're not really preferring those. Preferring. I wrote about that as shock is important, and I've always valued entropy or punctuated equilibrium, moments of change, difficulty, alteration. These moments are key. They, they change our lives. We have these brief moments, and then the next thing you know, it's back to doing what you do. Now that's about shock. We don't always want it, but we're glad when it's there. Now, the way I wrote it was that use the surprise of life entropy to keep you in the sharpest form. That's related to what I just described. Now, when something happens in life, another thing I wrote about is that there's no required response. You don't have to do this thing or this thing. So, whenever there's an experience in your life, you may think, oh, these are the one, two, three things I have to do. They may be the one, two, three things that are commonly done, but it doesn't mean that you at that time have to do them. We don't all have to follow the exact same criteria, and that would be a little weird if we all did follow the exact same criteria. So in that case, think about what do I want to do at this moment that is suitable, but also suits me. If it doesn't fit you in full, then the only person that will feel bad six months from now is yourself. You have to think, okay, this happened. The average person may call a plumber, but maybe I don't want to call a plumber. I would like to try and fix it on my own using YouTube videos, or I should leave it for a day and see if I should even live in this apartment. Or there's a little, there's multiple ways to go about responding to something that happens. But if you always respond in a way that you believe is the default way, it might work. Obviously, it'll be no problem if it's the default way. But they may be missing some of the details that make you, you. And those may have some of your strengths in there. You don't want to give up your strengths and become default because then you'll be averaged away into nothingness. The key moments require decisions from us. If we don't make the right decisions at those key moments, well, then we get set back a week, a month, two months, however long it might be. So we have to think about what decisions fit me, not just what fits in this scenario you bring certain qualities to the table. Don't forget that. Life messages right here. And if I can send some messages to all, then that's a good part of my being. On a separate note, we all have some messages. Some of us don't get them out there. So with some of my content, I'm actually speaking not just for me, but to a lot of people and for a lot of people who aren't speaking 
don't get to the point to record something, are limited by organization or a goal they might have and they put it off to the side, they don't set time for it. So there's a large variety of people that aren't doing things that I am speaking for or from my experience speaking on behalf of. So if you do things in this existence, it's not always just for you. It can be for tens, hundreds of people who would be doing what you were doing if they were a little more organized or had their passion pinned down or got to that point. Maybe some things I'm saying, some of you might think about eight years from now. And you may speak about it or tell somebody you know about it. But since I have the platform, one might call it, then it's my ability to bring that out to you, which is cool. The listeners in the field, out in the field, checking out the content. Now, on to the next message that I wrote in a notebook, by the way. I would pull it up, but I have something weighing it down. It's good to have a notebook, your notes, writing out thoughts if you have a wide variety of them so that later you can look back on them or in this case, comment about them like I am doing. Now, one I wrote at the bottom there is actually good for relatability. Really simple messages, let me read it exactly. Really simple messages can be the ones to move mountains as you may need a lot of people's help to move mountains. So if I'm trying to relate to you who's listening, I can use complicated messages. But possibly if I want to relate to many, many of you, and let's say this wasn't just my listeners, but a broader sampling of the people, a simpler message might be the one that would really translate because then I'd have 800 people or some number understand the message I'm saying and then share that to some people they know, share that around. It would go here, there because it was simpler. If I make it more complicated, now that's a different story. Suddenly, my complex message doesn't get around. It doesn't go over there because only 20 people got it and they didn't really share it. Some were confused. And the people they shared it to didn't get it. It didn't go anywhere. So the proliferation of the message depends on, is it simple? Can people, do people want to share it? If I tell you a quote, maybe if I give you a short quote, you'll want to tell people about it. But if I give you a complex concept, maybe you forget it by the time I'm done talking about it. And then it never gets anywhere beyond me telling you. So that's limited spread. This is kind of like what I talked about with Damon Santola uh, about networks in my episode with him. He is a professor that talks about networks and network effects. The people that are at the edges of a network are the ones that really do the sharing to others. So it's not like the most popular people do most of the sharing. It's the people on the edges that share it with their folks that does most of the spreading of a message. So if you keep it simple, like a quote, 
something you can take away, suddenly it is taken away. And you're able to remember me with it. You'll pass it on. That's a nice feature. This is actually a tip. Here's another, Here's a simple message actually to share with all of you. You, like the concept I was saying five minutes ago, are representing a variety of people. So in something you do, you might be doing that thing in place of 50 other people that would want to do it or didn't get to do it yet or didn't set the time for it. You're doing things for them. So in that case, when you do things, you want to bring it in full full energy, full ability, because you're speaking for a lot of people, or you're making a recipe for a lot of people. They would want to make it, but you're the one with the ingredients right now for that recipe. Pretty simple message. I've simplified it in that form, and that's a good feature. This one's not on my message page, but I want to point out there's something great about speaking out messages being clear, building up energy from your own activity, your own output. There's something cool about that. When you do that, it's like you're building momentum on yourself. Then you're talking through something. Gary Vaynerchuk says, where there's smoke, there's fire. You build up the smoke. You rub the sticks together, and eventually, boom, a fire has started. And how did it start? Because you started making little moves. So that can happen through your speaking, writing, telling yourself things, writing things down on a piece of paper, whatever it might be. Your little actions are the starting point that build the base for larger actions. You can't get to the larger actions without the littler ones. Keep that one in mind. Now, on to the next quote. You know, when you're recording a podcast, you always think about uh, keeping everything connected so that the audio is smooth for the listeners the video, because I record that, I'm focusing on the camera. There's a lot of details so that it's good for those who are consuming it. You have to do that. This isn't exactly, even though it's my actual thoughts and what I'm saying, it's not our default way, because maybe we would take a break three minutes in. And that's why some YouTubers, they use cuts, and they do three minutes, and then they cut, and then two minutes, and then they cut. Or even quicker, every eight seconds, they cut, cut, cut so that everything's fast-paced. Or the other option is to do what I'm doing, which is to just continue and continue so you don't have to edit at all. But it takes a bit more oomph. And if we all know from the Armin Show, there is plenty of oomph in this show. All right, now let's take a look at the next message from the notebook. Oh, this is a very valuable one, the moment. So in life, you always have key moments. If you can see what the moment is most about, you will be able to make very intelligent moves that others wouldn't even compete with you on. So this is about understanding what the current moment is about. Right now it's October 2021. There are certain details of your life today, specifically today, that you didn't have five years ago, ten years ago, maybe six months ago. Certain people you know right now. Uh, work experience, or things you've tried, things you failed on, things that happened to you, things you did to other people, whatever it is, 
It puts you in a very specific position in time right now. So the moment is like a big statement that is being made to you. And those who are able to see that big statement can do some things that are very intelligent. Because it's like you have A, B, M, L, and R. These are the letters you have of the alphabet right now. What word can you make with that? Instead of B, F, N, A, O, whatever it might be. That's a different time. You can make a different word at that time. But now you have this soup of ingredients. What is the great thing that you can do with that? With the people you know right now? With the energy you have right now? Maybe you don't think you have everything, but actually somebody else doesn't have their left arm. And if you knew that two weeks from now you wouldn't have your left arm, maybe these next two weeks you would do a lot more juggling or knitting or basket weaving or whatever two arms are useful for. So if that's the case, it doesn't have to just be a missing arm. Look at the things that your ability connects with, that you currently are going with. It could be your energy. Look at other people sometimes. See, do I have more energy than them in some categories? That's your areas. Look at other people and see, is there something they are complaining about that I'm not complaining about? Obviously, I'm doing well in that category. So then you find out, I have these six things, ten things, twenty things that are working well for me. If that's the case, now, how can I mix these 20 things? So let's say I have a good quality camera. I have some speaking ability. I already have a previous set of many episodes of content. I have thoughts that come out, people I want to reach, people I have reached, a wide variety of listeners, over 400 subscribers now on YouTube, which is great. And that's not to mention on Spotify and then on the website. So I'm in a different place and also the, all the interviews with everybody, a different place than I was six months ago, a year ago, whenever. And then you can see the urgency of the moment. Is there, uh, is the next six months very valuable for something you're doing? There's key times where you get a lot done and then other times where that category doesn't look as important, people move to something else. This is like in the business world. There'll be a new business opportunity that pops up, and for a year, everybody's doing real estate. Then after a year, real estate might be taken care of. Now people are moving on to Amazon shipping or some computer programming ventures, or there's other categories that people go to based on what's needed right now. Maybe logistics because all the cargo ships are backed up at the port so logistics may become more popular for a few years and these become careers or industries or subcategories of industries that are important right now maybe not five years ago it's key to look at that's big picture but for small picture our life is kind of like that so then we have certain things that it really fits this year or this month. That's our business with ourself for the month or the next six months, whatever it might be. And it has to fit the market, which is us in this case. 
So whatever we are telling ourselves or we're hearing it for ourselves in this moment, we have to do that or we should try to do that for the next six months. And then when it comes time that that is taken care of and you've taken care of your health for six months, you exercise really profusely. Well, now, or in a prolific nature, now you're in a healthy state. Now your health allows you to go do some sort of traveling that you would have wanted to do before. It put you in that position. You have to keep resetting yourself into the next position and then from there, you can do the next thing. It's like a pyramid, and you just keep adding on to the pyramid, but it's not as simple as a pyramid. When you understand the moment, you'll do things that look really smart six years from now because you'd have a clear view of today. Whereas if you don't understand the moment, the decisions you make will look a little funny five years from now. They won't make as much sense because you missed out on a, B, and C, because you didn't understand you already had A, B, and C. You have to know what you have to do something with it. Once in a while, you can get lucky not knowing what you have, and it just works out because you used it, but you didn't know, but it won't be consistent. That's not the way to go. The moment is very important. On to the next one. I like these messages because the philosophers also did messages like this where there was a few in a row. And their whole books are just one message, then another message. They don't really write in chapter form. It's just message after message. So now on to the next one. The moments are full when we bring our fullness to them. Otherwise, they are empty. So today can be full of life. If you fill it with life, today could also be very empty. There's opportunity for both of those. So that fullness or those full feelings, they never just show up. Sometimes things are already happening that you scheduled from before. You planned the fullness in. But if we look at just today, the fullness of what you can do and be, you bring that to the table to make the day something great where it looks like a 24 24 hour package versus if you didn't plan it that way and then when it comes you don't put the energy into it now the day is empty it's almost forgotten the sun goes up the sun goes down this happens every day if you are able to use that time period it's a hugely different thing because you remember let's say September 15th was a day where you did this, this, and this, and this, and this. And you felt like this. And you met that person. And you went over there. And you tried this. Whatever it might be. But maybe September 17th was empty. If you look at your notebook or your thoughts of that day, nothing special really happened. So that's not cool because that day was yours. Somebody didn't get to have that day but you did so to not make use of it is to take a nice thing and toss it away and so that's not so preferable as far as I consider let's all do a deep breath together 
Those are good. Breathing through the nose, by the way. James Nestor changed that world. It's very important and relaxing. On to the, I might do that every episode in the middle on the ones on my own because it makes such a difference. It's good to be relaxed, and then you can be more relaxed too as the listener. It's an important part. If you're not feeling me relaxed, well, that passes on to you, and then it's a bit frantic. It's important to bring the right energy to the show because that's part of it. It's a show. If it was just messages, I could have typed this to you as a Google Docs document, and that would be all right. But at the same time, it's not the same. It's not the same. But that's what transcripts are. And I have transcripts of many episodes, which is a cool feature. Long live technology. However, it shows up. It keeps getting better every year. becomes smoother and smoother. But it's good to do things when they're difficult before they get too smooth. Because by the time they get too smooth, everybody shows up. And now you're late. But if you do things when they're difficult, then you're early. It's not easy. And when things get smoother, it's good for you. But you are still early. It's an important trade-off. Decision-making. Now, on to the next quote message here from my notebook. Well, that one is is about the moment as well. So, it's similar to what I said. So, I'll leave this one out. Here's another one. When you're already in a good position, continuance and habit are enough to put great things out. So, if you're not doing too great in the category, well then, you're going to need to push very hard to get somewhere where you can do great things. It might take a month, six months, a year, whatever, that puts you in a position to make a lot of recipes or be very well networked with people or have your fitness up or move your career to the next step, whatever it might be. But now let's say things are going and they're going above average. Now, you don't need to have such a high variety push. Now that you put yourself in a position where you have something going, maintenance or continuance is a big deal because now you're keeping yourself floating up here, moving forward in time. That's a good feature. So you have to then focus on maintenance What can I do to keep this great movement going instead of how do I get up there? You're already basically up there. So now it's can I keep up here? What things could cause problems for me here? What do I need to change so that I have a consistent routine? Once you have some consistency, sometimes if you're in a great mode and you're consistent, now boom. Every day, every two days, great things are coming from you because you're already at that place. Versus before you're there, you put in so much effort just to have one great thing happen. Sometimes. It's very different. One is you are there, and one is you are not there, but really reaching for there, but it takes a lot of work, and it's going to be random because you're not stably at that place. You want to be stably in a higher position of sorts in your category, whatever that might be. I think I will leave out 
the other message. Yes, because I have. That's most of the messages that were on that page I wanted to cover. And they actually connected in various ways, which is good. I like the link between them. It's good to have your thoughts, put them out there, and also try things. Like I adjusted the microphone stand, or the way that I'm recording, or whatever parts that I applied in this episode, as far as the messages or the angles. Each time you try something, you get smooth, you figure out something. It's worthwhile. If you don't try, it's stuck. And then you'll just not be a creator. Now, it doesn't mean everybody has to be a creator, but for those who have that kind of creating spirit, making mistakes or trying X, Y, and Z is very important. Whether it's good or bad, you'll get feedback. You'll figure something out, uh, whether it's right or wrong. You'll even figure out if it's wrong. But you don't get that good feedback unless you put it out there, sent out there, boom, people, activity, action, and then you get back feedback, information, uh, you can figure out things. Some of the best shows or podcasters, they really take into account a lot of feedback. I'll add this in. I was listening to Tim Ferriss. He has one of the biggest podcasts on the internet. He used to have one of the biggest blogs on the internet. Still is big. And he did a huge episode about his episodes and his content. He puts in a lot of effort checking with the guests, planning, uh, making backups, having a lot of backups of his audio and his video recording, all kinds of things that you can see when he described it. He had to figure that out by making this mistake, this mistake, this mistake, try this to get to where he is now. There's no way he would have come up with all these things if things hadn't worked out at some points. And he had a few examples of where things didn't work out. So the sooner you can get to things not working out, the better. And then next time it'll be a little better and so on. A lot of good messages on this one. Hope you all liked it. I'm going to do absolutely no editing of this because it goes straight through. And I like to not edit at all. But I did like recording this on the good camera through my phone. And the audio through the mic that is well placed. So it makes a difference for all of you, the listeners. And for me, the host of the show. I would like to thank all of you for joining on episode number 320. Uh, subscribe wherever it is. Leave a rating on iTunes or Spotify uh, or a review wherever you listen or watch. And uh, if you check it on the site, you can enjoy it there. There's a lot of ways to listen to them. Hope you all are glad to be listening to the show, checking it out. And I will see you on the next one. This has been episode number 320, Armin Show Podcast, and we are out. Oh.